The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. We're about 20 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC Bank for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School, where tonight we have got Wayne County Athletic League girls basketball for you on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Orville Lady Red Riders travel south to take on the Waynedale Golden Bears. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Lady Bears, they opened up their regular season on Friday night with a loss here at home against Tuslaw, 61-47. to The Bears are 0-1 entering tonight's game. Meanwhile, Mark Albert Sr.'s crew, the Lady Red Riders, they're opening up their season this evening. Last year finishing 23-3, 12-2 in the OCC, their final season in the OCC. This year they have moved over to the pack and they will be battling it out with Tuslaw to win that conference championship. The up-tempo style worked for the Lady Bears as they had Tuslaw playing their game all night long, but their weakness proved to be good post players and that's what Orville has as they come into tonight's ball game. They have got two good ones down low, Lily Supon and Celeste Walters. Both of them damaged the Bears coming off the bench last year for the Red Riders. They lost seven seniors from a year ago, including Trinity Hall, who's now at Cleveland State. She finished her career as the school's second all-time leading scorer with 1,558 career points unofficially. And she also graduated as the school's all-time leader in rebounds and steals. And tonight, well, it's the mentor and the student. Sid Klein, the head coach of the Lady Bears, played his high school basketball at Worcester under Albert Sr. And when these two get together, it always proves to be entertaining. We're about six minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's game. We'll be back to check the schedule and get the starting lineups for tonight's contest right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet pnc bank for the achiever in you pnc bank national association member fdic pnc bank well the last time an orville basketball team came to waynedale it was a year ago when the bears pulled out a double overtime victory the boys team did over the Orville Red Riders in that sectional semi-final ball game, and that was quite a game here. Boy, the place was packed to the gills, and the Bears ended up winning that contest. These two teams met twice last year. On December 5th at Orville, the Red Riders pulled out a 63-31 victory, and on February 20th in the sectional finals, it was Orville over the Lady Bears, 66-52. In that game, Molly Dennis had a team-high 20 points with five assists, 
while Trinity Hall scored 14 points and had 16 rebounds. Tonight's ball game is around the area. Loudonville is at Hillsdale. Smithville goes to Mapleton. Triway will be at West Holmes. And St. Thomas Aquinas travels to Tusla. Tomorrow night, Highland is at East Canton. Maslin travels to Worcester. And Garraway will be at Strasburg. That's our next Ultimate Sports Talk broadcast game tomorrow night at Strasburg. And Friday night, we've got some boys action for you. Dalton will be at Tusla. Hillsdale goes to Loudonville. Triway will be at Northwestern. It's Smithville at Fairless. Cloverleaf travels to Rittman. It's Worcester at Maslin. Orville entertains West Holmes, and Heritage Christian will be at Strasburg. We'll be back with more on our pregame show after this. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, Orville, as we said at the top, came into this opening game of the year off of a record last year of 23-3. and They were 12-2 and in the OCC. They lost seven seniors from a district final team one year ago. They were... 10-1 and one at home and 9-1 and one on the road a year ago. They lost to Chippewa in the final game, 62-43. to 43, And over the past five years, Orville has won 90 games and lost just 19. They're under head coach Mark Albert Sr., who, in his seventh year at Orville, has a record of 93 wins against 47 career defeats. Waynedale 0-1. Last year they fielded a record of 8-15, 4-10 in the Wayne County Athletic League under head coach Sid Klein in his eighth year. 74 wins against 80 career defeats. The Lady Bears started off Friday night against Tuslaw, but Tuslaw used their height and experience to gain control in the second half and win the ball game by 14, but it was a closer contest than what it may have appeared in the final score. Now, the Lady Bears' next game will be Thursday night at Smithville. That will be their opening Wayne County League encounter. And the boys' first game will be a week from tonight, and that will be over at Tuslaw as they will take on Lynn West and the Tuslaw Mustangs. The keys for tonight's game, while well, Orville's got a dominated side between Supon and Walters, and keep Koblenz and Cannon under wraps. Meanwhile, as far as Waynedale is concerned, they've got to score off turnovers, take things in transition, and frustrate Goodard here this evening. It is Orville in their opening game of the year, taking on Waynedale 0-1 on the season. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with play-by-play action of tonight's ball game here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Said before tonight's game with Orville, first. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge. Perfection! Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. 
Hard work, honesty, genuine care. Traits that define Dutch Quality Stone as a company. Created by local workers, Dutch Quality Stone's products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. Located in the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone veneers exhibit all the unique beauty of nature with easy-to-install options for residential and commercial properties. In central Ohio, people believe in doing things right. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Route 250 near Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Top of the circle. She's going to pop the three. Top side. Drilled it. Cannon ahead of the pack. Drives the right side of the lane. Throws it up and in. Miller dribbles down to the baseline. Gets a bounce pass out to Coleman. Right wing. Three. Got it. Cannon inside the lane. Dribbles it out. She'll put up the three. Right wing. Got it. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Waynedale Lady Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is being brought to you by the Spidell Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, The Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi, The Shout Brothers Farm, Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone, Depth Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reber Milk Transport, Plainsack Kitchens, and Troyer Roofing. Now, let's go to the floor for this Waynedale Lady Golden Bears High School basketball game. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School. Tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com, we've got the Orville Lady Red Riders coming to town to take on the Waynedale Lady Bears. Waynedale 0-1 on the year, falling to Tuslaw last Friday night, 61-47. to And for Mark Albert Sr.'s Lady Red Riders, they are opening up their 2016. 2017 season. The Red Riders last year were 23 and 3 overall, 12 and 2 in their final league contest in the OCC. They enter the pack this year, and let's check out their starting lineups for tonight's game. First of all, it's almost an entirely new starting lineup for Orville. At the forwards will be number 21, a 5'11 senior, Celeste Walters. McKay. Lily Supon will be the other forward, number 32. She's a 5'11 senior. Sierra Koff, number 10, is in the middle. She's a 5'7 junior. She's actually playing the off guard. Mariah Goodard is at the guard position. She averaged 13.5 points a game against the Lady Bears a year ago. She's a 5'4 sophomore. And Emily Landis, a 5'8 junior, will start at the other guard, number 24. So it's Walters and Supon at the forwards and at the guards. Landis, Goodard, and Koff for Mark Albert Sr. in his seventh year. 93 wins against 47 defeats. He is 
assisted by Chris Emler and Loretta Riley. Now for the Waynedale Lady Bears, 0-1 on the year. They will start at the forwards. Double zero, Maggie Koblenz, a 5'9 junior. Emma Cannon at the other forward, number 22, a 5'7 sophomore. In the middle, Lexi Weaver, number 10, a 5'6 sophomore. Sydney Miller will start at one guard. She's number 24, a 5'5 junior. And at the other guard will be the only senior on the Lady Bears team, Mandy Ebert, number 25. She is 5 feet 6 inches tall. So it's Koblenz and Cannon at the forwards. Weaver in the middle. Miller and Ebert will be at the guards for Sid Klein in his eighth year. 74 wins against 80 defeats. He is assisted by P.J. McLeod and Kim Zerker. The Bears, the home team on the scoreboard tonight, taking on the Orville Red Riders, and we will be back with the tip-off for tonight's ball game right after this. Troyer Roofing and Construction is your trusted expert for commercial and residential roofing needs in the area. They specialize in new roofs, repairs, and replacements with either shingles or steel. Troyer Roofing can even perform an energy-efficient restoration that can add years to your existing roof. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years, Troyer Roofing and Construction provides free quotes and professional service. For all your commercial and residential roofing needs, call the best. Troyer Roofing and Construction, 857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. Orville in their black road uniforms with black numerals, white trim, red trim alongside with it. And Waynedale will come out in their home white uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim. The Bears will be going... From left to right across your computer screen, I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight for this one, the opening game of the year for the Red Riders and for Waynedale. It is their second game. They enter it 0-1. It is Cannon and Walters in the center circle set to tip it off. Walters gets the tip over on the right-hand side to Supon, and she gets it back outside to Goodard, and we are underway. Goodard dribbles down right-hand side, gets it off to Walters, right of the lane, now to Landis. Landis got the ball picked to pocket away from... Koblenz. Koblenz brings it up the floor. Now stops between the circles. Right-hand side to Lexi Weaver. Orville starts out in the man-to-man. Now they go to a 2-3 zone. With it is Mandy Ebert. Puts up a shot. It's an air ball and pulled out of the air by Celeste Walters. Walters gets it up the floor to Goodard. Right baseline. Goodard off to Koff. Koff back to Goodard. Now left of the lane. It goes to Landis. Landis back out front to Koff. Koff on the left-hand side to Lily Supon. Now on the right-hand side to Koff. Koff with it on the left wing, top of the key. It goes to Goodard. Goodard pops the three. No good. Rebound ripped around underneath, and it'll be a jump ball as Supon grabbed it along with Emma Cannon. And the jump ball gives it back to Waynedale. And now Oroville will go with full-court pressure as Sid Klein expected. Inbounds pass comes to Weaver, up the floor to Cannon. Cannon will bring it up on a three-on-two, drives all the way to the lane, laid it up with the right hand, too hard, and the rebound pulled out of the air by Koff. Koff will bring it back the other way from right to left across the timeline into the front court on the left-hand side to Goodard. Goodard, the three-point popper for Orville, goes left wing outside the arc to Supon, now between the circles to Koff. Koff back over on the right-hand side to Celeste Walters. Got a pass knocked away, stolen away by Koblenz. Koblenz brings it up on the break, lays it up with the left hand. No, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket by Emily Landis. And that will be her first first team foul here in the ball game. And Maggie Koblenz will go line right, shooting two. On Friday night, Koblenz, the junior, was four of six from the free throw line. And she'll eye it, shoot it, and miss it short off the front rim. No good. 
boy, a lot of coaches here this evening. Dual superintendent John Ritchie here tonight. He's the superintendent of both schools. You would expect him to be here. Second one is up. No good again. And the rebound taken down in the middle. Knocked away by Orville. And it's picked up off the floor by Supon. Supon gets it up the floor on the break up the right-hand side to Goodard. And a foul will be called against Waynedale. Foul called on Sydney Miller. Her first, team's first. Your officials for tonight's ballgame, Bill Tilker, Charles Tilker, and Brandon Shank. Shank's the one that made that call. Putting the ball in play as Orville in the middle to Walters. Got the pass knocked free. Ball goes into the backcourt, and it'll be picked up, and it'll be an over-and-back call as Landis went into the backcourt after it was knocked back there by Goodard. That's three turnovers so far in this first quarter against the Lady Red Riders. Good crowd here tonight. About half-filled at Waynedale. With it on the right-hand side is Ebert in the front court. Got the ball taken away by Walters. Walters will bring it up on the run, put it up with a right hand, no good. And a foul is committed by Mandy Ebert. And both teams, both Walters and Ebert, came crashing to the floor. Both of them get up and they're okay. That's the first foul against Ebert. Second against Waynedale as a team. And Walters will go line left shooting two. A year ago, Walters came off the bench. She averaged a point and a half in the two contests against Waynedale. Puts that one up, and it's no good off the side iron. 6.14 to go in the opening quarter. We are still scoreless. Second one by Walters is up, and that one is no good again. Rebound comes down to Emma Cannon, and we still remain scoreless. Cannon is going to be picked up by Walters, but Cannon breaks the pressure. Right baseline, Sidney Miller for three. Won't go. Missed it out of, badly out of bounds. And the rebound is tipped off the hands of Mandy Ebert, and it will go back to Orville. Into the ball game now is Shadra Hampshire. Hampshire, the 5'9 sophomore. You may remember her. She's the daughter of Carrie Hampshire, former athletic director at Waynedale. Six minutes to go in the first quarter. And Goodard will bring it across into the front court. Left-hand side to Walters. Now back over to Goodard. Goodard sideline left, guarded by Sidney Miller. Around a pick by Supon. Pulling it up for the 15-footer is Goodard. No good. Rebound comes down to Walters. Fights it up out of a crowd and in. Walters with a good offensive rebound. And Orville with the lead. 2-0. Upcourt pass. Knocked away by Hampshire and out of bounds. But it will stay with Waynedale. Now coming into the ballgame is Michaela Carpenter. She's a six-foot sophomore. Mandy Ebert will leave. Sidney Miller also leaves. Into the ballgame, Brooklyn Reby for the first time tonight. And... Caitlin Hirschberger. Hirschberger had four points on Friday evening. Half-court trap put in by Orville. And Cannon throws it right over the head of Reby and out of bounds. Unforced turnover, first of the night against Waynedale. And with five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter, Orville leads it 2-0 and they have the ball. Bringing it across the timeline is Goodard. She's running the point. She's going to pop the right of the lane. Three-pointer, banks it in. Goodard. Expands the Orville lead to 5 nothing. Weaver up the floor to Hershberger. She'll drive in against Carpenter. Put it up from 5 off the glass. No. Rebound. Koblenz up and in. Koblenz with the offensive rebound. Put it in for her first two. And Orville leads it by 3 at 5-2. to two. Five minutes to go in the quarter. On the right-hand side is Koff. Koff dumps it off underneath the Walters. Right at the lane. Put it up short. Rebound. Koblenz. 
Koblenz will bring it up on the run, up the run of the scorer's table. Now crossover dribble to the top of the key to Lexi Weaver. She drives inside the lane, kicked it off of her own foot and out of bounds. And the ball will return to Orville. Into the ball game now for Orville is Akea Hawkins. Hawkins, a 5'4 sophomore, number 30. And leaving the ball game is Sierra Koff, scoreless. Hawkins with the basketball, left wing to Carpenter. Carpenter guarded by Hirschberger. Now gets it out to Gooder, down into the right corner to Hawkins. Hawkins dribbles up to the right wing, gets it off to Carpenter, back out to Hawkins, dribbles down to the right corner. Bounce pass to Hawkins underneath, got the ball knocked away, and Hirschberger tied up Carpenter underneath, and the jump ball will return it to Orville. 4.21 left in this first quarter, 5-2. Orville on top of it. Gooder will put the ball in play. Does the Carpenter put it up in front of Hirschberger and laid it up and in. Carpenter, her first two, and it's a five-point Orville lead again at 7-2. Koblenz between the circles. Picks up the dribble to Lexi Weaver at the right elbow. She'll drive the lane, lay it up, and got it to go. Lexi Weaver had a career-high 14 on Friday night. She's got her first two, 7-4. Upcourt pass, knocked free by Koblenz. Picked back up off the floor by Hampshire, and a foul will be called on... Will it be on Koblenz or Cannon? And it's going to be on Cannon. That is her first and the third against Waynedale as a team with 3.55 to go in this first quarter. Now Walters is going to leave the ball game and Lily Supon is back in. Orville will inbound the ball to Supon, left of the lane to Carpenter, back outside Hampshire for the 17-footer just inside the arc. Got it. Shadra Hampshire with her first two, and it's 9-4. Orville on top of it by five. Lexi Weaver dribbles to the free throw line of the left hand, lays it up with the right hand, up and in off the glass. Lexi Weaver has got a very quick first step. She's got four, and it's 9-6 Orville. 3.31 to go in the quarter. Left hand side, Hampshire. Goes to Carpenter on the left wing at the three-point arc. Back outside to Hampshire between the circles, guarded by Koblenz. She's going to pop the shot. Blocked out of the air by Koblenz. Pulled out of the air, though, by Supon. Left of the lane, laid it up and in. Supon has got her first two, and it's 11-6, Orville by five. Out front two, Cannon for the three-pointer. Left wing drilled it. Emma with her first points of the ball game, got it on a three-pointer, and it's 11-9, Orville on top of it here with just under three minutes to go in the first quarter. Walters with the basketball, lobs it underneath to Hampshire. She'll put it up on the run, left baseline, around the rim, no good. Rebound tapped around, comes into the hands of Cannon. Cannon will bring it up the right-hand side. Now stopping for three-point arc, crossover dribble, drives right side of the lane, off to Lexi Weaver, top of the key, jumper, crawled out, rebound loose underneath, pulled down by Supon, and gets it off the floor to Hawkins. Hawkins up the floor to Hampshire, knocked away and out of bounds by Hershberger, and it will stay with Orville. Now leaving the ball game is Koblenz and Weaver with 2.31 to go in the first quarter. 11-9, Orville on top of it. Into the ball game for the first time, Darby Ramey and Lindsey Troyer. Putting it in is Hawkins, left of her own bucket, inbounds into Hampshire, and her pass stolen away by Hershberger. Hershberger brings it up on the run, stops, gets it off to Sidney Miller, off the left-hand side, put it up off the glass, no good, and the rebound comes down into Hampshire's hands. And then Hampshire will be fouled on the play as she was bringing the ball up the floor. And that'll be against Sidney Miller, that will be her second. Sydney got in foul trouble on Friday night, too, and had to sit down for most of the first half. Koff back into the ball game 
And sitting down will be Carpenter. Walters is back in also. Emma Cannon's going to get a breather as Maggie Koblenz comes back in. Sid Klein's plan for most of the year is never to have both Koblenz and Cannon off the floor at the same time. Hawkins gets the ball on the left-hand side to Koff. Now to Hampshire, top of the key, Hawkins. Hawkins looks left side, gets it off to Hampshire. Left lane, knocked free and stolen away by Koblenz. Koblenz brings it up on the run in front of Hampshire, laid it up, and it will go, and she is fouled. Hampshire with the foul. That will be her first. Bucket will count. Koblenz has got four, and she will go to the line looking for five. We are tied at 11 for the first time since it was zip-zip. Koblenz 0 for 2 from the stripe here in the first quarter. Eyes it from line right. Dips, shoots, got it. And the Bears have their first lead of the evening as Koblenz has 5, and it's 12 to 11, Waynedale. On the left baseline, Koff is going to pop it with 17, got it. Koff with her first two. And Orville has regained the lead, and they'll drop off the full-court pressure, leading at 13-12. to 12. Koblenz, left-hand side to Troyer. Back to Koblenz on the give-and-go. Laid it up, won't go, but she'll go back to the line, and she's fouled. Maggie on a good give-and-go with Lindsey Troyer. And the foul will be called against Hawkins. Hawkins picks up her first, and that's the third against Orville. Koblenz with five. She is one for three from the stripe. She'll shoot two. Puts that one up, and it's good. You can always tell when Koblenz is going to hit it. If she puts her legs into it, she normally hits it. Emma Cannon out, or into the ball game, excuse me, and leaving the ball game, Darby Ramey. Koblenz with six. Eyes it from line right, shoots it, and that one's short off the front iron. And a cannon got the rebound. Dribbles it out of a crowd. Cannon left of the lane. Lost the handle. Picked it back up. Lost it again inside the lane. Put it up from five. Got it. They kept knocking it away from Emma, and she finally picked it up inside the lane and got the bucket. She has got five, and the Bears lead it by two. Underneath pass, stolen away. Now knocked out of bounds by... Waynedale, but last touch by Supon, and it will stay with Waynedale. 118 to go in the first quarter. Bears lead at 15-13. Koblenz up the floor. Triple teamed is Cannon. Cannon dribbles it up the right-hand side. With it on the right wing. Gets it out top of the circle to Koblenz. 2-3 zone defense by Orville. Hook pass. Mandy Ebert, left wing. Double team. Back to Koblenz. Inside the lane. Left of the lane. Put it up in the left hand from five. Got it. Koblenz has got eight. And it's 17-13, Waynedale. Up the floor is Koff. Right of the lane, it goes to Supon. Spins inside. No good. Rebound ripped out away from Emma Cannon. Cannon just took it away from Supon. She's got four rebounds here in this first quarter. Brings it up the left-hand side. To Mandy Ebert, left wing. She's going to drive inside the lane. Dish it back out front to Troyer from the right baseline. Put it up from 15. No. Koblenz got the offensive rebound. Got it blocked out of the air by Lily Supon. She'll throw it up the floor. To Hawkins. Hawkins is going to drive the lane. Pull up from five off the back iron. No. Walters got it back. Put it up and in. And she will be fouled on the play by Caitlin Hirschberger. Walters has got three rebounds. Two of them offensively. Hirschberger with her first foul. 24-8.8 seconds to go in this first quarter. 17-15. Walters with four points will go to the line. Looking for five. She is 0 for 2 from the stripe. 
She'll go line left, put that one up, and it's no good off the side iron. Rebound Maggie Koblenz. She's got four rebounds tonight. Koblenz will bring it up. Double team near the timeline. Throws it up the floor to Cannon. Knocked free and stolen away by Koff. Up the floor to Walters. Walters pulls up from 15. Put it up off the glass too hard. And the rebound taken down by Koblenz. Koblenz with it. Into the front court to Mandy Ebert. Left baseline three. It just barely grazed the rim. It goes out of bounds. And it will be last touched by Orville's Emily Landis. And it will stay with Waynedale. 1.3 seconds to go in the quarter. Cannon will put the ball in play. Cannon lobs it into Koblenz in the lane from five. No off the side iron. And that'll do it for the first quarter of play. And at the end of one here from Waynedale, your score. Lady Bears 17, Orville 15. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg has been a general contractor, earning a reputation for honesty and integrity. They instill those two words into every job. Ivan Weaver Construction is committed to providing quality construction services, specializing in functional buildings at the best possible value. At Ivan Weaver Construction, the goal on every project is to provide first-class, timely, knowledgeable service. Working to build long-term relationships. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 330-695-3461. On your way home and need something in a hurry, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru is the stop for you. Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru have been serving the community for 26 years. Stay in your car and let the friendly people at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru get what you need. From snacks, beverages, pizza, anything you may want. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. 17-15, Waynedale leads it at the end of period number one. Maggie Koblenz leading all scorers with eight here this evening. Emma Cannon has five for Orville. Celeste Walters has four. And Mariah Goodard has a three-pointer. Waynedale will have the basketball to open up the second quarter. Half-court trap. Waynedale into the front court. Cannon on the back door gets it off to Mandy Ebert. Blocked out of the air and a foul will be called on Orville. And Ebert will go to the line. That foul will be against Emily Landis, and that will be her second. That's the fourth against Orville as a team, and Shadra Hampshire will be coming into the ball game, but Ebert will go to the line for the first time this year, shooting two. She had six in the game against Tusla Friday night. Puts that one, and it clanks off the front iron. No good. Out of the ball game goes Landis with those two fouls. She's scoreless. Hampshire back in with a foul and two points. Second one by Ebert. That one crawls in off the front iron. Ebert with her first bucket of the night. She's got a point. And it's 18-15, Waynedale. We've just begun the second quarter. With it on the top side is Hampshire. Left wing to Walters. You can play off of her. She's not going to shoot a three-pointer. And if she does, very rarely will she make it. Between the circles is Goodard. Goodard with it on the left-hand side, Walters. Now you got to play even up with Goodard because she can shoot the three. Off to Carpenter. Carpenter right wing now to Hampshire. Back out to Koff. Koff left of the lane. It goes to Carpenter. She'll put it up too hard. Rebound comes down underneath to Hampshire. Put it up again. No good. Rebound. Carpenter got it knocked free. Pulled out of the air by Weaver. Weaver will bring it up the floor into the front court to Brooklyn Reby. Lays it up and in. Reby with her first two. Waynedale's opened up. A five-point lead here in this first half of play. Walters off the Carpenter in the lane off the glass. No good. Rebound caught. Dishes it back out to Goodard. Left wing for three. High archer. No good off the back iron. Walters got it ripped out of her hands by Lexi Weaver. 
Weaver with her first rebound of the night. Brings it up the floor to the top of the key. Left wing to Mandy Ebert. Down in the left corner to Brooklyn Reby for three. Won't go. And the rebound taken down by Walters. Walters with four caroms tonight. Gets it up the floor. On the floor to Carpenter. Carpenter got the ball ripped away from behind by Hershberger. And she tied up Carpenter. And the ball will stay at that end of the floor and Orville. Now Koblenz, who got an extended rest at the beginning of the second quarter, will come in. And Mandy Ebert will leave the ball game with 6.32 to go in this first half. Goodard will put it in right of her own bucket. Inbounds. Nice play to Supon. Put it up. And it is no good, but she is fouled from behind by Maggie Koblenz. And that will be her first of the evening. And that is the sixth against Waynedale as a team. And Supon, with two points tonight, goes to the stripe for the first time. Line left. Puts it up, and that one crawls in off the back iron. High arc, and it goes in. Supon with three. And it's 20-16. to 16. Waynedale by four. Second one by Supon. Line left. That one is no good. And the rebound taken down by Walters over the top of Koblenz. No. And then rebound taken down underneath by Lexi Weaver. Weaver with the basketball. Triple teamed in the backcourt. Can't find anyone, and she's going to be tripped up and fouled. And that'll be against Celeste Walters. That is her first. And it's five team fouls now against Orville. Orville loves to press. They did it a lot last year, but they had a lot deeper bench a year ago than they do this year. Reby will put it in play at three-quarter court and inbounds the ball into the backcourt to Koblenz. Koblenz into the front court, Crossover dribble. Gets it to the free throw line to Weaver. Weaver's going to put up a shot underneath Walters and laid it in. Weaver's got six, and the Lady Bears lead it by six, 22-16. Six minutes to go in this first half. Hampshire out near the hash mark on the right side. Now to Soup on top of the key. And then McCann drops way off of her underneath. It goes to Walters, laid it up on the reverse layup up and in. Boy, nice high-low action between Supon and Walters. Up the floor, Koblenz threw it right past Reby. That's another turnover on the Bears, just their fourth of the night. Goodard for three, right corner, drilled it. Goodard has got six. And it is 22-21, and just like that, Orville's within one. Cannon, out front. It goes to Lexi Weaver from 15. No good, and the rebound taken down by Hampshire. Hampshire will bring it up the right side. Hook pass underneath. It goes to Goodard. Later, Cough, excuse me, put it up. No good. Rebound comes down to Koblenz, and a foul over the top will be called against Sierra Koff. That will be her first personal. And that should be the sixth team foul against the Lady Bears. Now leaving the ball game will be Koff after picking up that foul and Hawkins re-enters the ball game. Waynedale with the ball and a one-point lead, 22-21. Koblenz will bring it up the left-hand side. Double team near the timeline. Hook pass, top of the key to Darby Ramey. Goes over left baseline to Hershberger. Popped him from five, got it. Caitlin with her first two of the ball game. And it's 24-21. Up the floor, cough to Supon. Hook shot, right baseline, no good. Rebound tapped outside, comes down to Walters. Picked off the floor by Caitlin Hershberger. Hershberger dishes it back outside to Koblenz, and Koblenz will bring it into the front court. Up the middle of the floor against the 2-3. Hook pass underneath the Hershberger, laid it up in the end, left side. Timeout, Orville. Nice play by Koblenz to Hershberger. 4.48 to go in the first half. Your score, it's Waynedale 26, Orville 21. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. 
make a new man cave in that dingy basement, add on a new sunroof or deck. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. The steaks and seafood are second to none, and the appetizers are to die for. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. All this and live bands, too. At the Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, after that timeout, Orville gets a shot from the three-point arc in the right corner by Hampshire. No good, and the rebound is pulled down by Darby Ramey. She gets it up the floor to Koblenz. Koblenz into the front court from the left to the right. Goes off to Hershberger, right baseline, 17-footer, no good. Koblenz got the rebound, stripped away, though, by Hawkins. Nice play by Hawkins to pull away that rebound. Gets it up the floor to Hampshire from 15, got it. Shadra Hampshire has got four points in the ballgame, and it's 26-23. Ball stolen away by Cannon. Off the right-hand side to Goodard. Goodard puts up the three, no good. Rebound comes down into the hands of Hampshire, and Cannon got her with the arm. Boy, Hampshire all of a sudden has taken control of this ballgame with a bucket and a couple of offensive rebounds. Cannon with her second personal. That puts Waynedale over the limit. But Hampshire will go to the line, nonetheless, shooting two. She's got four in the ballgame and a chance to draw Orville within one and puts that one up and in. Hampshire with five in the contest, 26-24. Our next broadcast game will be tomorrow night from Strasburg as we'll bring you the Garraway-Strasburg Lady Tigers game. And then Thursday night we'll be back here in Smithville as Waynedale will play the Smithies in the opening Wayne County Athletic League. Second one by Hampshire is good. Inbounds pass against full court pressure. Knocked free by Hawkins and out of bounds. And Waynedale keeps the basketball with 3.59 to go in the quarter. We're in the second. 26-25 Waynedale. Koblenz deep in the right corner. Up courts it to Hershberger. Into the front court across the timeline. Got the ball knocked away from behind and stolen by Carpenter. Gets it up the floor to Hawkins. Hawkins right wing. Lobs it over on the left baseline to Alexis Tillerson, who's into the ballgame. Tillerson, a 5'9 junior. She lost it off her knees and out of bounds. That's eight turnovers in the first half by Orville unofficially with 3.48 to go in the first half. 26-25, Waynedale. Troyer up the floor to Koblenz against the 2-2-1 full court pressure. Hook pass to Weaver inside the lane. Back outside Troyer. Troyer pulls up from 15 right side. Rattled in and out. Wouldn't go. And the rebound taken down by Tillerson. Tillerson clears it up the floor to Goodard. Goodard inside the key. Back out front to Hawkins. She'll pop the three off the back iron. No good. Rebound taken down by Carpenter. And they'll call a foul on Caitlin Hershberger. Hershberger. Picks up her second personal foul. And Carpenter will go line left. And it'll be one and one for Carpenter. She's got two points tonight and two rebounds, one of them offensive. She puts that one up, and it is good. Crawls in, she's got three. And that ties the ball game at 26. Emma Cannon will leave the contest. Brooklyn Reby back into the ball game. 3.26 to go in the half. We're tied at 26. Carpenter will try to give 
the Lady Red Riders the lead, and she misses it off the side iron. Rebound, Koblenz. Maggie gets it up the floor to Brooklyn Reby. Ball lost off her knee. Picked up off the floor by Tillison. Over to Goodard. Goodard with the basketball. Top of the circle. Gets it underneath the carpenter. Back outside to Hanser. Underneath the carpenter. Laid it up. Hit the bottom of the backboard. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver in the backcourt. And then she double dribbled with the basketball. Orville's got eight turnovers. Waynedale seven. Mandy Ebert checks back into the ballgame. And she just kind of gave a wave to Jenny Weaver, the scorekeeper, coming in. Timeout taken by Waynedale. 3.05 to go in this first half of play. And your score here at Waynedale. It is the Lady Bears 26 and Orville 26. Since 1981, Troyer Signs has provided quality service to those in and out of the Waynedale area. Hundreds of satisfied customers have promoted their businesses with outstanding graphics, interior and exterior signs, commercial or residential. Troyer Signs can do it all. Custom graphics, logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, and much, much more. Increase your visibility with a high-quality, professional product from Troyer Signs. Stop by just north of Route 250 on Honeytown Road. Visit TroyerSigns.com or call 263-1400. Time for a new kitchen or bath? Look no further than Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom in Apple Creek. With over 20 years of experience in design and installation, Clayzac is a full-service remodeler, adding value to every job while providing extraordinary service. Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom uses top-quality products from locally-owned suppliers to make your remodel one-of-a-kind. Clayzac will design your project on their 3D computer program. You'll see your finished project before the work begins. Give Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom a call today, 264-4691, and check us out on Facebook or at clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com. 3.05 to go in the first half of play. We're tied at 26. Orville, after the full timeout by Sid Klein, will have it near midcourt. And they inbound the basketball to Hawkins. And she'll bring it into the front court. Around a pick by Walters. Gets it off to Goodard. Goodard shoots the three-pointer. Right wing, no good. And Mandy Ebert pulled down the rebound. Gets it off to Koblenz. Koblenz got it stolen away by Hawkins. And a foul on Mandy Ebert. Boy, a crucial turnover there by the Lady Bears. And it led to Mandy Ebert picking up her second personal foul. Waynedale already over the limit. And Hawkins will go line left. Hawkins scoreless tonight. The sophomore will go to the line for the first time. 2.52 to go in the half. Put it up and in. Hawkins gives Orville the lead. And leaving the ball game is Tillison. Checking in is Koff. Now Emma Cannon will come into the ball game. One thing Waynedale's got to work on is how to get to the scorer's table. They know how to get into the floor, but they don't know how to get to the scorer's table when they check in. 27-26 Orville. The second one is no good by Hawkins. Rebound taken down by Koblenz. Koblenz has got eight rebounds in the first half. Brings it up the floor. Splits the double team. Off to Weaver. Out front to Mandy Ebert for the three-pointer. Missed everything, and the rebound is taken down by Hampshire again. Hampshire brings it up on the right side. She'll drive all the way for the layup. No good. And there'll be a foul, an offensive foul called on Shadra Hampshire. Boy, Charles Tilker looked like he had to think about that one for a second. And Hampshire gets called for the foul. Offensive foul. Mandy Ebert will check out of the ballgame with those two fouls. Now Lily Supon is going to come back into the ballgame and Hampshire will have to check out with six points she has been a terror against Waynedale here in this second quarter. 
27-26. Orville leads at 2.35 to go. Inbounds pass stolen away by Walters. Laid it up and in. Walters guarding Hershberger, the inbounder. Just knocked it free and laid it in. And it's 29-26 Orville. Weaver gets it down into the corner. Bristol Reeby blocked out of the air by Supon. Back to Weaver. Weaver now gets it over on the left-hand side to Hershberger. Top of the circle to Weaver. Drives inside the lane. She got hit in the eye. No call and a jump ball as she was tied up by Koff. So the jump ball will keep it with Wayndale, and they'll put it in play left of their own bucket. Cannon will trigger it in with 2.12 to go in this half. Cannon inbounds the basketball to the free throw line to Coburn. She'll shoot the 14-footer no good. And Walters rips it down off the glass. Up to Florida Hawkins. Now to Supon. Laid it up all alone. Too hard. Rebound. Walters spins. Put it up and in. Walters has got 10. And she has got four offensive rebounds. And a blocking foul will be called against Walters. Walters is at the point on that 1-2-2 full court pressure that Orville is putting on Waynedale, And she is causing havoc for the Lady Bears to not only get it in, but when she comes over and traps them, it's causing a lot of problems. Now Cannon will go to the line. Walters with her second personal foul. Orville already over the limit. Now checking into the ball game for Orville is Sophie Flinner. Flinner, a 5-6 sophomore into the ball game for Walters. Cannon will go line right. She's got five tonight. Shooting two, put her one and one, excuse me, put her up no good. And the rebound is taken down by Supine. Supine gets it up the floor to Goodard, up the court, tried to get it to Koff, knocked out of bounds by Koblenz. A minute 45 to go in this first half. Orville has opened up a five-point lead since it was tied at 26. Cannon out of the ball game, Darby Ramian. Lob pass out front to Koff, now to Hawkins, to Goodard, back to Hawkins for three on the right wing, banked it in and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Koff, jump ball as Ersberger came in and grabbed the ball from behind Koff and it will stay with Orville. A lot of jump balls here in this first half. Inbounds pass, goes to Flinter, now off to Hawkins, around the horn to Goodard, intercepted by Koblenz, up the floor to Darby Rainey, got the ball knocked away from behind, stolen away by Koff. Koff brings it in against Weaver, out to Goodard, all alone for the three right wing, no good, and the rebound taken down by Koblenz. Koblenz got it knocked away, and a foul will be called on Hawkins. Hawkins with her second, and Koblenz will go to the line, shooting one and one. Lady Bears have not done a very good job tonight on the free throw line. Koblenz, two for five so far this evening. This will be her sixth trip to the stripe. She's got eight points to lead Waynedale. Eyes it, dips, shoots, got it. Maggie with nine, and she'll get the bonus. Now checking into the ball game is Vicki Martin, a 5-4 junior, and leaving is Hawkins. So Mark Alberts Jr. going deep on his bench here in this second quarter. Koblenz with nine, shoots that one around the rim. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Supon. Supon, 31-27 Orville. Up the floor it goes to Koff. Koff will lay it up. No, but a foul will be called against Waynedale. Foul will be called on Hershberger, and that will be her third. Waynedale, that will put them into the double bonus as Orville 
now will shoot two. And Koff puts that one up and in. She's got three in the ball game. Flinner is out of the ball game. Nikki Martin, as we said, back into the contest or into the contest for the first time. 32-27, Orville. Koff, the second one, put it up short. Rebound, and it'll be a foul called, and I believe that'll be on Koff also. And it will be on Koff. That will be her second. And that will send Waynedale down to the other end, shooting three throws and the double bonus. As both teams now have committed ten fouls here in the first half. Lindsey Troyer will go line right. The 5'6 sophomore scoreless tonight. First trip to the stripe this year for Troyer. She eyes it, shoots it, got it. Now Flinner is back in and leaving the contest is Sierra Koff. 32-28 Orville with a minute 14 to go in this first half. Second one by Troyer. From line right is up and that one is good. Troyer's got two. And it's 32-29 Orville. Goodard into the front court. Crossover dribble, left-hand side to Tillerson. Now back out front to Goodard. Goodard right wing to Flinner. Flinner down into the right corner. It goes to Goodard. Goodard at the right wing. Holds it up, dribbles down to the right baseline, put up an air ball, and the rebound is pulled out of the air by Lindsey Troyer. Troyer in the backcourt, up the floor to Koblenz. 50 seconds to go in the half. Koblenz right side. Goes down on the right baseline to Darby Ramey. Double team, now triple teamed on the baseline, and she threw it right off of Flinner's leg and out of bounds. Heads up play by Darby Ramey, but she also ran the concern of it hitting her going back out of bounds. But nonetheless, Waynedale will have it right in their own bucket with 41.6 seconds to go in the half. Inbounds pass comes to Koblenz. Left of the lane. Put it up from five. Off the back iron. No. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touched. And they'll say it was last touched by Ramey. And it will go to Orville. Koblenz has had that little inside shot inside the key three times tonight and she has failed to convert any of them. Into the ball game now. Emily Landis checks back in as she's got those two personal fouls. Waynedale's going to go to the full court pressure. Supon inbounds it to Flinter. Back to Supon and now to Goodard. 30 seconds to go in the first half. Orville with a three-point lead. Down into the corner is Landis. Landis gets it back out to Flinter. Dribbles up to the left wing. Now down on the right-hand side to Goodard. Top of the key to Landis. Over on the left wing to Flinter. Flinner looking outside. Can't find anyone. To Supon. She's going to put it up from the free throw line. No good. Rebound taken down by Darby Ramey. Dribbles it out of a crowd. Lost the handle of the ball and lost it out of bounds. The turnover gives it back to Orville. 6.4 seconds to go in the half. 32-29. Landis will put the ball in play right in front of the scorer's table. Gets it off to Gooder. Goodard guarded by Reeby. Into the front court. Around a pick by Supon. Down on the right side. Goodard lost the handle. It goes out of bounds. And that's the end of the first half of play. We've played 16 minutes here in this one. And it's been a good one. Your score so far at the end of the first half. It is Orville 32 and Waynedale 29. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you to bring your vision to life and tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. 
For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Breakfast time is the best time at Deb's Den. Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11, and Sundays, 9 to noon, start the day off right with your favorite morning delights. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, all to your satisfaction, handmade and fresh. From breakfast on the weekends to the sandwiches with soups and sides for lunch and the dinner specials every day. Deb's Den's lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Stop by Deb's Den for breakfast tomorrow or before next Friday's game for a quick meal. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Working hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Harvest Market is a full-service grocery store in the corner of Apple Creek with the finest fresh local meats, ground beef and sausage prepared on site, and steaks cut to order in the old-fashioned butcher shop. Stop in and pick up hot meals ready to go. Harvest Market is known for their barbecue chicken and smoked ribs. There's a full-service deli, locally made baked goods, fresh produce, hand-dipped ice cream, and a huge selection of chips, snacks, and beverages. Let Harvest Market prepare your meal or party trays for you. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7, and Sundays 10 to 6. Come taste the difference. Well, your score here at halftime, 32-29. Waynedale trails it by three. Our Apple Creek Bank halftime report is next. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Fun in the pool may be ending for the season, but it will return. And when that time arrives, contact the experts in water hauling Reber Milk Transport. Yes, they do milk, but they also supply the water for your swimming pool. Don't fill your pool from a slow garden hose. That takes time and it's expensive. Reber's will fill your pool fast and have you ready for the new season in hours, not days. And Reber Milk Transport will be prompt in their delivery. Call 330-466-5738 for your water needs next season. Keep cool with Reber Milk Transport in Apple Creek. You're listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Welcome back to Waynedale High School. Your halftime score, 32-29. Orville leading it here at the half. They had 15 points in the first quarter, 17 in the second quarter, and they were... Outscoring Waynedale pretty much the entire first quarter, but then the second half, the second quarter, Waynedale had things going their way until Orville managed to claw back in and tie things up at 26, and they ended up outscoring the Bears 17-12 in that second quarter. Waynedale 17 points in the first quarter and just 12 in the second. Leading the way for Waynedale with nine is Maggie Koblenz, and the leading scorer for Orville so far tonight is Celeste Walters with 10 here this evening. And in case you're wondering, the college football playoff rankings came out tonight. And here are your top four teams. It is going to be Alabama, number one. Ohio State stayed at number two in the rankings. Clemson stayed at number three. They moved up to number three, I should say, after Michigan lost to Ohio State. And the number four team is Washington. So in case you're curious, if it started out today, Alabama would play Washington in the semifinals, and the Buckeyes would play Clemson 
in the other semifinal game. We'll be back with more on our Apple Creek Bank Halftime Report after this. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. Service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, taking a look at the individual scoring, first of all, for the leading Orville Lady Red Riders, they are being led by Celeste Walters. She's got 10 points tonight, 0 for 3 from the free throw line, though. Six points each to Mariah Goodard and Shadra Hampshire. Goodard's got two threes, while Hampshire has got two field goals and two for two from the line. Three points each going to Michaela Carpenter, Lily Supon, and Sierra Koff. Now, Supon is one for two from the line. So is Carpenter. And Koff in the contest is also one for two from the free throw line. Hawkins has got one point on one for two from the line also. As a team, Orville shot six of 13 from the line for 46%. They committed 10 fouls in the first half. They grabbed 19 rebounds, six of them offensive, and committed 10 fouls, or 10 turnovers, excuse me in the first half of play. Leading them in rebounding, Celeste Walters. She has got seven rebounds tonight. Four of them have been offensive. For Waynedale, Maggie Koblenz leading the way. She's got nine points tonight. She is three for seven from the line here this evening. Lexi Weaver has got six points, has not been to the strike. Emma Cannon with a three-pointer and a field goal for five points, 0 for 1 from the line. Brooklyn Reby, excuse me, Caitlin Hershberger with four points tonight. Brooklyn Reby with two. Lindsay Troyer, two for two from the line for two points total. And Mandy Ebert, one for two from the line with one point tonight. Sydney Miller, Darby Ramey have each played but have not scored tonight for the Lady Bears. Maggie Koblenz has grabbed nine rebounds, two of them offensive in the first half. Emma Cannon has grabbed five. Lindsay Weaver, three as a team. Waynedale grabbed 22 rebounds, three of them offensive. They are 6 of 12 from the line for 50%. They committed 10 fouls in the first half and 11 turnovers. Your score here at halftime, 32-29, Orville leads it. We'll be back with more after this. For over 100 years, the Apple Creek Banking Company has proudly served the community we live in. From helping to sponsor events like Waynedale Athletics, to working hard to give you a quick response on your home, business, or land financing needs. If you have not experienced working with us, we invite you to make a change to a bank that cares and appreciates your business. Coming soon, a new website compatible on all devices. Bank Local. Bank Better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Well, some of our keys as we headed into tonight's ball game, Orville had to dominate inside, and really they have. Celeste Walters has done an outstanding job down low, but the Lady Bears have done a good job of handling Lily Supan down low. And Orville had to keep Koblenz and Cannon under wraps. They have not done that so far 
Koblenz has nine, and Cannon has five in the ballgame. Waynedale has had to score off turnovers. Well, they have forced the turnovers. They've forced ten of them so far in the first half of against Orville, and they've had to frustrate Goodard in the ballgame. But Goodard has popped two threes from the outside, made two. But she has shot several more that she was not able to put down here tonight. So the Lady Bears down by three. Now, the third quarter has always been their nemesis, and they need to come out and have a good third quarter here and go into the fourth quarter with an opportunity to win the ball game instead of trying to play catch-up in the fourth quarter of play. 32-29, Orville leading it here tonight over the Lady Bears, and we'll be back with second-half action from Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction has worked to build long-term relationships with their clients. Ivan Weaver Construction goes above and beyond to learn your company in order to construct a building best suited to your needs. As a general contractor, they provide commercial construction, retail, religious, medical, hospitality, and residential. Customer satisfaction is always their greatest desire. Contact the company that brings honesty and integrity to the table. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 695-3461. Welcome back to Waynedale. I'm Dave Mitchell, 32-29. Orville leads it, and Waynedale will have the basketball to open up the second half of play. Tomorrow night we'll be in Strasburg. Garraway taking on the Lady Tigers. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 6.40 tomorrow night. Then Thursday night, Waynedale plays Smithville. Right wing jumper, Koblenz, out of the second end to open up the second half. Put it up, no good. And Lily Supan grabbed the rebound. Right baseline to Koth, or excuse me, to Landis. Landis put up an air ball, and then bringing it up the floor is Koblenz, and Koblenz palmed the basketball. So the turnover gives it back to Orville, a very auspicious start here in the second half for both ball clubs. Goodard in the backcourt, guarded by Ebert. Goes off on the right sideline to Landis. Now back out to Koff. Koff between the circles. Right wing knocked away and out of bounds by Koblenz right over here at the scorer's table. 7.28 to go in the third quarter. We've just begun the second half. Putting the ball in play is Landis. Landis lobs it under to Supon. She's going to lay it up and in. That is where the lack of heights for Waynedale really hurts. They just lobbed it over the top, and it's 34-29. Koblenz against the 1-2-2 full-court pressure. Picks up the dribble. Up the court, it goes to Weaver. Weaver's going to drive the lane. Lay it up in front of Supon, and she's fouled. So Weaver will go line left, shooting two. Bears going from right to left across your computer screen. Foul is called against Supon, and that is her first. She has not been very active here in the first half underneath. Weaver with six points, her first trip to the strike. Shoots it, got it. Weaver with seven in the ball game. She was six of eight from the line on Friday night against Tuslaw. Second one by Weaver, high arcing, up and good. Weaver's got eight. 
two for two from the strike. 34-31, Orville the other way. It comes down to Landis. Landis from 10, left baseline, good. Boy, they got it up the floor quickly. Landis with her first two, 36-31. Miller in the backcourt, now into the frontcourt. It goes to Weaver. Weaver bounce pass to Mandy Eber. Put it up, blocked out of the air by Supon. That's her third block of the night. Up the floor, Goodard's going to pop the 15-footer left wing. No good. Rebound comes down underneath on the left baseline to Landis. Landis off to Supon, laid it up and in. Supon with seven, 38-31. Orville leads it by seven. Coblin's going to take it the other way. She'll put it up off the glass left side, up and in. Maggie with 11, and it's 38-33, Orville. Into the front court, Goodard comes the other way for the black and red. Goes over on the left-hand side to Landis. Knocked free by Cobins, but Landis got it back over on the left-hand side. Now to Koff. Fakes left, goes right to Goodard, right of the lane. Now to Walters. Back outside Landis for the three. No good. Rebound taken now by Cobins. Cobins in the backcourt. Double team. Trying to bring it up, and she's going to be hammered on the play by Goodard, and that's her first. Second team foul against Orville. 6.07 to go in this third quarter of play. Caitlin Hershberger comes in for Mandy Ebert. Hershberger's got to be careful. She's got three fouls and four points. Now Michaela Carpenter is coming in for Lily Supon for Orville. 38-33, Red Riders lead it. Lady Bears will be at Smithville on Thursday night. We'll be on the air with the pregame show. That's a 6 o'clock start on Thursday night, so we'll be on the air at 5.40 with that one. Koblenz, right-hand side to Cannon. Off to Weaver. Left wing to Koblenz for the three. Air ball. Goes out, saved in by Miller, but she stepped on the baseline before she jumped out of bounds to try to save it. And the ball goes back to Orville. And they have the ball and the lead by five. 5.51 5.51 left to go in the third quarter. We'll give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game at the end of this one. Goodard, right-hand side to Hampshire, who's back into the ballgame. Underneath the Carpenter, and Carpenter is going to try to fight it up, and she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And that'll be a foul on Lexi Weaver, her first. First against Waynedale as a team. And Carpenter, who's one for two from the stripe tonight for three points, will go to the line shooting two. Going line right with 5.41 to go in the third. Puts it up. That's a line drive shot up and in. Carpenter with four. 39-33 Orville. Second one by Carpenter. Spins it. Shoots it. Got them both. Rattled that one in. She's got five. Inbounds pass. Knocked out of bounds by Walters. And it will stay with Waynedale on the back baseline. 40-33 to 33, Orville with a seven-point lead. Now Cannon is going to replace Koblenz and put the ball in play right in front of the double doors at the end of the scorer's table or the, on the baseline. Cannon, bounce pass, inbounds to Koblenz. Koblenz, double-team, throws it up, intercepted by Hampshire, laid it up and a foul on Koblenz. 5.36 left to go in the third quarter, and the Bears... The turnover bug has hit them early here in this third quarter, and now Waynedale will take a timeout of 30. 5.36 to go in the third quarter. Your score, Orville 40, Waynedale 33. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi, Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. 
Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Well, Sid Klein forced to use his second timeout. He's got two fulls and a 30 remaining, while Mark Albert Sr. has got all three of his full timeouts left and a 30. Our first boys broadcast will be next Tuesday night at Tuslaw. Kevin Stacy will open up his coaching career for the Golden Bears. 40 to 33, seven point Orville lead in Hampshire. Line right two for two from the strike. Put that one up and it's short, no good. So Hampshire will try to split the pair and go three for four from the line tonight. She has got six here this evening, all in the first half. Drains that one, so she's got seven. And it's 41-33. Orville opens up their biggest lead of the night at eight. Cannon, double teamed in the backcourt. Can't find anyone. Bounce pass, stolen away by Walters. Laid it up and in. Walters with 12. Koblenz will bring it into the front court on the other way. Gets a bounce pass, left baseline. Hershberger from 15, rattled it in and out and back in again. Hershberger with six, and it's an eight-point Orville lead again, 43-35. Goodard the other way from left to right. Hook pass, right of the lane, it goes to Carpenter. Carpenter, triple team, dribbles to the free throw line. Now to the top side, gets it off to Goodard, around a pick by Carpenter. She'll drive the lane, lay it up short. Carpenter got the rebound. Bounce pass, stolen away by Sidney Miller. Miller will bring it up the other way. One on three, gets it back outside to Cannon. Cannon with the basketball. Bounce pass over to Koblenz. Left baseline. Now to Hershberger from 18 this time. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Back to Waynedale. Lady Bears will keep control down by 8. 4.42 to go in the third quarter. Cannon will inbound the basketball down in front of the student section. Gets it over to Lexi Weaver. She's going to drive the lane, right of the lane, and she double dribbled with it. That is five turnovers compared to just one for Orville here in this second half so far. 4.39 remaining. Orville with the ball and an eight-point lead. And Goodard will bring it up, guarded by Sidney Miller. Goodard between the legs dribble, gets it off to Carpenter, back to Goodard, top of the key, two-pointer short. Rebound taken down by Walters, laid it up and in. She has been the key figure for Orville tonight. She's got 14, and then Walters on a reach-in commits the foul. That is her, I'll check that. That was not Walters, it was Goodard with the foul. Goodard picks up her second. Now Hawkins will come back in. Waynedale's going to send in Ebert for Hershberger, Ramey for Weaver, Sidney Miller leaves for Lindsey Troyer, and Hawkins is into the ballgame for Walters. And now Hampshire is going to take the point on the 1 3 1 half court trap. Cannon, back over to Koblenz, into the front court. Lob pass right side to Cannon, down into the baseline in the right corner. It goes to Troyer, dribbles up to the wing, top of the key to Koblenz. She'll drive left of the lane, pull up from the 12-footer off the glass. No, rebound knocked into the backcourt, picked off the floor by Ebert. She's going to chase it down in the right corner of the baseline, and the foul is called on Hampshire. That will be her third, and the third against Orville as a team. Now Walters is going to rush to the scorer's table and come back in. And leaving will be Hampshire. With those three personal fouls. 3.58 left to go in the third quarter. Cannon, as Orville's going to drop off into that 1-3-1 half-court trap. They'll pick up Cannon right across the timeline, and they do. Bounce pass knocked free by Walters and out of bounds. 
and it will stay with Waynedale at the timeline. Walters will inbound, or excuse me, Cannon will inbound it, and Walters is playing the point on that 1-3-1. Koblenz into the front court, off on the right-hand side to Cannon. Cannon, bounce pass, it goes to Troyer. Troyer dribbles from right baseline, back outside to Rainey, left of the lane to Koblenz from 12, no good. Rebound loose underneath, and it will stay down at this end of the floor in Waynedale, and a foul will be called against Orville. And it will be against, check that, Emily Landis. Landis with her third personal. And the fifth against Orville as a team. And Landis will leave the ball game. With those three personals. Waynedale will have it. Inbound the basketball with three and a half minutes to go. In this third quarter to Koblenz. Left wing to Troyer. And I'll tell you what, Walters is all over the floor tonight. She's played outstanding. Off to Koblenz from 17. No good. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Ramey. Put up a shot. Hit it off the top of the backboard. Rebound comes up the floor. Walters gets it off to Hawkins. Right side to Gooder. Put it up from 12. No good. Rebound comes down to Ramey. Ramey forces it up the floor, and she's fouled on the play. Ramey with a couple of rebounds. And Walters, as I said, she's just all over the floor tonight. Playing outstanding ball. Lexi Weaver back in. They're going to give Maggie Koblenz a breather. With 3.09 to go. And Goodard is out of the ball game. And that brings Koff back in for Orville. Upcourt pass through the hands and out of bounds of Mandy Ebert. Unforced turnover. That's six here in the second half. 17 all total for the game. Bears had 18. Check at 19 against Tuslaw on Friday night. Hawkins to the free throw line to Walters. Bounce pass left wing. Koff put it up from 17. Shot it only 16. Pulled down by Supon. Back out to Hawkins. Hawkins right side to Supon. Back to Hawkins right corner. Out front. Now to Koff. Koff to Walters. Back to Koff. Top of the circle Hawkins. Hawkins with it as Orville being very deliberate on this trip. Now to Carpenter. Inside the key. Back to Hawkins. 17-footer inside the key. No good. Rebound. Supon tapped it out of bounds. And it'll go back to Waynedale. Going right into the bleachers over on that left-hand side. Was Koff, but she gets up and she's okay. Checking in now is Hershberger. Checking back in, I should say. And Cannon's going to get a breather. So the Lady Bears, for the first time tonight, will go without either Koblenz or Cannon on the floor at the same time. Left wing, Troyer got the ball knocked free by Walters. Boy, Walters the senior, she is, like I said, all over the floor. Troyer's going to run the point for Waynedale with both Cannon and Koblenz on the bench. Now Troyer gets it off to Weaver. Weaver inside the lane, and it will be a jump ball as she was blocked, and the ball will go back to Orville. 45-35, and now the Bears are going to hustle Brooklyn Reby and Sidney Miller into the ballgame for Mandy Ebert and Darby Ramey. Now Flinner will return for Orville, and Carpenter is going to get a well-deserved breather also. 2.13 to go in the third quarter. 45-35. Walters will inbound the basketball and does to Hawkins. Hawkins into the front court, and she palmed the basketball. Carried it. And the turnover, third here in the second half, 13 all total, gives them back... To Wayndale, down by 10. Now Carpenter is going to rush in for Flinner. 
So Flinner got about three seconds of action and comes out of the ball game. Reby will inbound it. Does into the backcourt to Lexi Weaver. Weaver between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Now switches to the left hand. Crossover. Gets it over to Sydney Miller, left corner. Inside the arc from 17. Got it. Sydney Miller with her first two. An eight-point Orville lead, 45-37. Up the floor, thrown away and out of bounds. And it was last touched by Waynedale. And it will stay with Orville. Sydney Miller just got her hand on that pass and deflected it out. I think Waynedale thought that they had the basketball, but they do not. Carpenter will put it in play in front of the Orville bench to the right of us here on the near side. Inbounds to Supon. Looking down low for Walters. Can't find her. Gets it off to Hawkins. She'll drive around Miller. Lay it up too hard. Rebound. Carpenter right back up and in. Carpenter with seven. She's got three rebounds, two of them offensive. And it's a ten-point Orville lead again, 47-37. Miller faked left, went right, and walked with the basketball. Drug the pivot foot. That's 18 turnovers in the ballgame for Waynedale. Now, Flinner comes back in with a minute 35. Supon will leave. Hershberger is out of the ballgame for Emma Cannon, who returns. Maggie Koblenz coming in. And Troyer will leave the ballgame. So, Flinner will put it in at three-quarter court on the far side. She's going to inbound the ball to Hawkins into the front court. Turns into a three-on-two. Went right through the hands of Walters as she tried to get it to her underneath. And it goes out of bounds. 131 to go in this third quarter. Bears down by 10. Koblenz into the front court. Off to Emma Cannon. Top of the key to the free throw line. Back outside, Lexi Weaver. She'll drive inside the lane. Put her up with the right hand too hard off the front iron. Rebound taken down by Emma Cannon. Cannon back out front. Knocked away from Sydney Miller. Ball loose on the floor. Going to the floor is Koff and Miller. And it will stay with Waynedale on the alternating jump ball. And that will bring Supon back in. And Flinner will leave. Not sure if Flinter gets more exercise running back and forth to the bench from the floor or whether she does coming in <laughs> playing on the floor. With it is Miller. Miller with the basketball. Bounce pass to Reeby. Reeby with it. Dribbles up top side to Koblenz. Top of the key. Three. Got it. Koblenz with 14 in the ball game. And it's a seven-point Orville lead, 47-40. to 40. Into the front court is Hawkins. Hawkins dribbles down right side. Jump pass underneath. Stolen away by Cannon. Cannon will bring it up the floor. One-on-one against Supon. Drives all the way to the lane. Stops. Pops. No, and a foul on Supon. That will be her second and the sixth against Orville as a team. And Cannon will go line left, shooting two. She's got eight. Two for two from the stripe. Tonight with 45.8 seconds to go in the third quarter. Waynedale putting on a little rally here, down by seven. Cannon shoots it, got it. Cannon has got six in the ball game. Hawkins and Carpenter are out of the ball game now. And Cannon with six. Tries to sweep the pair line left, put it up and in. Cannon now with seven in the ball game, and it's 47-42. Orville scored five in a row. Flinner gets the ball knocked free by Koblenz. Picked up off the floor by Hampshire. She'll dribble it into the front court. Hook pass underneath to Walters all alone, laid it up and in. 
boy, nice play by Hampshire. She turned something into nothing. Walters has got 16, and it's a seven-point Orville lead. Top of the key. It is Cannon for two. Got it. She just put her foot on the line, or it would have been the three. She's got nine. Five-point Orville lead up the floor. Goodard, 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Top of the key, Hampshire. Hampshire looking underneath. Back outside to Flinter, 10 seconds to go in the quarter. Right side, Goodard, 49-44 Orville. Goodard around a pick by Walters. Gets it back over to Walters. Top of the key, drives the lane. Put it up with the right hand around the ribbon end. Walters has got 18, and that'll do it for the end of the third period of play. And your score at the end of three, it is Orville, 51 Waynedale 44. Troyer Roofing is your fully certified, factory-trained, residential and commercial roofing expert. But they offer more than just roofing. Troyer's now features the Roll-On Rock System. This puts a finish on your concrete floor with an incredible gloss that has multicolored flakes and is hot tire resistant. It won't stain, darken, or peel. It's the best-looking clear top coat available and is three times stronger than ordinary epoxy. For a free quote on your floor, roof, or anything in between, call Troyer Roofing and Construction, 330-857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. Great food and a southern atmosphere. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just outside of Fredericksburg. Your taste buds will water when you walk in for their southern pride smoked and boneless wings. But that's not all that's smoked. Try the Fire and Ice Pulled Pork, Beef Brisket, or the Smoked Meat Trio, Pork Brisket and Wings. Go for the Fire and Ice Specialties, the Cowboy and Cowgirl Sunday, Hog Trout, or the Brunswick Stew Bread Bowl. All this and live bands, too, at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, let's set the stage. It is 51-44. Orville leads it by seven. They outscored Waynedale 19-15 in that third quarter of play. Orville will have the basketball to open up the final quarter of play. They come out with Hampshire, Goodard, Supon, Walters, and Flinter. Waynedale, they come out with Weaver, Miller, Reby, Cannon, and Koblenz. Goodard brings it up, and she's hounded by Miller. And drug the pivot foot, and the turnover gives it back to Waynedale. So the Lady Bears have the basketball down by six. Check that seven, excuse me, 51-44. Koblenz will bring it into the front court. Left-hand side to Weaver. Weaver's going to drive the lane, dish it back out. Left baseline to Reby, put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down off the floor by Hampshire. And then Hampshire was fouled on the play by, I believe, Brooklyn Reby, and it will be on Reby. That's her first. And that is the third team foul against Waynedale. 7.41 to go in the ball game. We'll give away our Lens Pizza star of the game at the end of this one. Goodard in the backcourt, hounded by Miller. Crossover dribble a couple of times. Gets it across the timeline to Hampshire, right of the lane to Walters. Put up a hook shot up and in in front of Weaver. Walters has got 20, and it's again a nine-point Orville lead, 53 to 44. Miller with it, double teamed in the corner, gets it off to Koblenz. Koblenz right baseline, drives right of the lane, can't find anyone. Picks it up, gets it back out to Miller. Miller bounce pass out front to Cannon. Cannon with it right wing, now to Sidney Miller. Miller with 7.05 to go in the ball game. Miller, top of the circle with the dribble. Gets it off right hand side to Cannon. Cannon now bounce pass to Weaver. Weaver on the left hand side at the wing. Hook pass over to Koblenz. Koblenz for the three right wing. Spun it in and out. No. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked up by who else? Walters. Walters gets it up the floor to Hampshire. Hampshire dribbles around Reby. Hook pass underneath the Supon. Underneath the bucket. Off the glass and in. Supon with nine. And it's an 11 point Orville lead. Their biggest of the night. Timeout Waynedale. 
6.38 to go in the ball game. It's Orville 55, Waynedale 44. Yoder Builders in Orville, your one-stop shop for full-service construction services. Residential or remodeling construction, masonry work, finished basements, and decks. Anything you need to improve your way of life. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Well, tomorrow night we'll be down at Strasburg where Garraway is taking on the Strasburg Lady Tigers under head coach Patrick Mitchell. They're 1-0 on the year. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 6.40 tomorrow night. And then Thursday night we're back bringing you Waynedale Lady Bears action. That'll be from Smithville. 5.40 pregame show with that one. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock from Smithville. Left wing, Lexi Weaver after the timeout drilled the two. Weaver has got 10 in the ball game, and it's a 55-46 Orville lead, 6:20 to go in the ball game. Gooder brings it up, guarded by Miller. Gooder around a pick set by Hampshire, down in the right corner to Supon. Back out to Hampshire, right wing, three off the back iron, no. Rebound taken down by Lindsey Troyer. Troyer will bring it up on the run. Stops right wing, gets it back outside to Miller. Miller right into the right corner to Cannon, put it up, blocked out of the air by Supon, pulled down by Supon. She's got four blocks tonight. Up the floor to Hampshire, and it's knocked away by Miller, but a foul will be called on Lexi Weaver. That will be her second. Boy, the Lady Bears, if you've got one post player, they've got a shot. If you got two, they've got problems. Supon, left baseline, spun it out front, knocked away by Koblenz and out of bounds. Orville will have the ball right of their own bucket. Hershberger back in. Lindsey Troyer will leave. Cannon, Koblenz, Weaver, Hershberger, and Miller on the floor now for Sid Klein's crew. Lob pass into the left corner to Supon. Out front to Landis. Now to Goodard. Goodard with the basketball. Bears in a 2-3 zone defense to Supon, to Hampshire. Now to Goodard. Left of the key. Three. Got it. Goodard has got nine in the ballgame on three three-pointers. 58-46. Orville leads it by 12. Miller looking inside. Gets a pass. Cross court stolen by Celeste Walters. Walters into the front court. Drives right in the lane. Back outside. Supon free throw line. Jumper around the rim off the glass. No. Rebound taken down by Koblenz. What Orville's done here in the second half, they've kept Koblenz off the glass very well. Left wing Weaver. Weaver tried to get a pass to Hershberger. And again... Walters knocks it free and out of bounds. Sidney Miller out. Mandy Ebert in. Carpenter comes in for Orville and Supon will leave the ball game. 58 to go in the ball game. Cannon trying to inbound the ball to Koblenz. It's knocked out of bounds by Hampshire. One second elapsed. 5.07 to go. Cannon. Will inbound it and does to Koblenz. Back to Cannon. Left wing. Back over in the left baseline to Hershberger for three. Around the rim, no. Rebound loose on the baseline. Picked up by Mandy Eber. 
Ebert dribbles out of a crowd, down into the corner, handed it off to Weaver, back over to Mandy Ebert, now gets it back outside near the center circle to Emma Cannon. Cannon crossover dribble from the right to the left. Now goes back over on the right-hand side, bounce pass to Weaver. Weaver dribbles in down the right-hand side, ball knocked free, stolen away by Landis. Landis will bring it into the front court, and she will be fouled. No, check that timeout taken by Mark Alberts and the Orville Red Riders. 4.40 to go in the ballgame. Your score, it's Orville 58, Waynedale 46. Deb's Den is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Experience custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service, from the relaxing, comfortable atmosphere to their carryout service. They work hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Breakfast hours are Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Closed on Monday, Dub's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, I would be willing to say that there is nobody in the area that has got a tougher first six games than the Lady Bears. After tonight, they've got Smithville, then St. Thomas Aquinas on Saturday. Coming up, it is a tough road to hoe for the Lady Bears. Landis trying to put the ball in play. Can't find anyone. Now gets it into Carpenter. Back to Landis. Landis into the front court. On the left wing. Back outside to Goodard. Goodard inside the center circle. Left wing to Carpenter. Carpenter goes top side to Walters. On the right side to Hampshire. Near the sideline. In front of Mark Alberts. And gets it back out front to Landis. Now over on the right hand side. Goodard. As Orville's trying to run some clock here. And take some time off the clock, off the board. With it is Goodard. 4.15 to go in the ball game. It's a 12-point Orville lead. Walters now goes over to Carpenter. Carpenter on the right side, left side to Goodard. Goodard out near the center circle, picks up her dribble, down into the left corner to Celeste Walters, guarded by Lexi Weaver. Walters is going to drive left baseline, pull it up from five, no, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And Walters will go to the line, shooting two. And the foul will be called against Lexi Weaver. That is her third. And the fifth against Waynedale as a team. Walters goes line right, puts it up off the back iron, around the rim, and falls in. Walters with 21. She's got 11 in the first, second half, 10 in the first half. She's now one for four from the free throw line. Second one is up, and it is good. The only thing Walters has not done well tonight is shoot free throws, but she's two for five from the line now as she hit those last two. 60 to 46. Weaver, left baseline, it goes to Emma Cannon, pulls up, bounce pass to the free throw line. Koblenz lost the handle inside the lane. Bounce pass over to Mandy Ebert for the three left corner. No good at short. Rebound taken down by Walters. Walters has been a terror tonight. Up the floor, Hampshire lays it up with the left hand up and in. Hampshire has got nine. And it's 62-46. Orville continues to extend their lead. Three and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. Weaver to the inside the circle. Now to hand to Hershberger. She'll put it up from 15. Got it. Hershberger with the bucket. That is her eighth point of the night. Timeout taken by Sid Klein. He's only got fulls left, and we'll take a full timeout also. 3.16 to go in the ballgame. Your score. It is Orville 62, Waynedale 48. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. 
I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. The Spidel Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years, providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidel Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, after the timeout, it leaves Sid Klein with one timeout remaining. That's a full. Orville has got three full timeouts left. 3.16 to go in the ballgame. 62-48. Orville with the 14-point lead. Waynedale is going to put on some token pressure in the backcourt with Emma Cannon. Goodard gets it over on the right-hand side to Hampshire into the front court. Landis. Landis dribbles down to the left side, gets it over to Goodard, back out front to Hampshire. Lobs it underneath the Stupon, right of the lane. She'll put it up off the glass, around the rim, crawled out. Who else but Walters got the rebound, put it up, and no good, but she's fouled. And the foul will be against Caitlin Hirschberger. That is her fourth of the night. Walters has got 13 rebounds unofficially tonight. Six offensive. Puts that one up, and it is no good. The only thing that she really has not done well tonight is shoot her free throws. But she's done everything else here this evening. She continues to play like this. Orville is not going to miss Trinity Hall much at all. Second one by Walters is up. That one's no good. Rebound tapped outside to Lexi Weaver. Weaver will bring it up the left side in front of the scorer's table to the free throw line to Coblenz. Coblenz will lay it up on the run. Won't go. And the rebound taken down by Hampshire. Hampshire will bring it up with the right hand. Guarded by Reby. 2.45 to go in the ballgame. Orville with the lead and the basketball. Left wing Landish. Put it up from the left hand side. Put it up and in. Check that. That was Koff. Excuse me. Koff with the bucket. She's got five from 15. And it's 64-48 Orville. Right wing is Koblenz. Two and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. Koblenz top of the circle. Right wing Hershberger. Hershberger dribbles up top side. Hook pass over to Cannon. Left side. She'll pull up from 15. Left wing. No good short. Rebound loose on the floor. Knocked around. Down on the floor is Weaver and Koblenz. Weaver got it off to Koblenz. Free throw line jumper. Off the back iron. No. Koblenz got her own rebound. Koblenz with the basketball. Right wing. Put it up to Hershberger. Blocked out of the air by Supon. That's five blocks on her tonight. Up the floor, Hampshire. Gets it on the right baseline to Goodard. Goodard pulls out for the two-pointer right wing. Nope. Rebound. Supon got the rebound. She went over the top at no call. And it will be a foul called on Maggie Koblenz. That'll be her third. And it puts Waynedale over the limit. And Supon will go line right. Troyer, Ramey. And Mallory Schaup coming in for the first time tonight. Hershberger, Weaver, and Koblenz will leave. And Mark Alberts is going to clear his bench. And some of the girls, they've got to find out where the scorer's table is, too. <laughs> it's early in the year. This is the first game for Orville. Darby Ramey will, or excuse me, that's Deborah Raber coming into the ballgame. And leaving will be Emma Cannon. 
So Schaup and Raybert in for the first time tonight. And Supon banks that free throw home. She's got ten. Two for three from the line. And it's 65-48 Orville. One fifty-seven to go in the ballgame. Second one by Supon is up, and that one is good. Supon with 11. As Orville now clearing their bench. Into the ballgame now, McKenna McDuffie, a 5-6 freshman forward, into the contest. Reby with the basketball off on the right-hand side, stolen away by Hawkins up the floor on the run to Nikki Martin, laying it up and in. Nikki Martin with her first two, 68-48. The 20 points is not indicative of what this game was like. With it is Reby. Reby right side over to Mallory Schaup. Schaup got the ball knocked free, picked it back up. Down to Lindsey Troyer, left corner, dribbles up to the wing on the left side of the front court. Troyer goes right side to Reby. Reby now dribbles up top of the circle, off to Mallory Schaup. Knocked away and stolen away, then stolen right back by Reby. On the right corner, it goes to Lindsey Troyer from 17. Got it. If you give her just an open shot, just a breath, she can can it from anywhere on the floor. And it is 68-50. Up the floor, McDuffie laid it up. Won't go, and a foul will be called on Darby Rainey. So Darby Rainey picking up her first personal. And that will send Taya Hall. Check that, Taya Hall to the free throw line. So Hall will go to the line. She is a 5'9 senior. Put it up and in for her first point of the ball game. Now Darby Ramey will leave, and Courtney Geyser will check into the ball game for the first time tonight. 69-50 Orville. 59.8 seconds to go in the ball game. Second one by Hall from line right is up, and that one is no good. Rebound taken down by Hampshire, though. Hampshire with it, gets it back out front to Hall, and it goes out of bounds. 17 turnovers tonight on Orville. 21 on Waynedale. 49 seconds to go in the ballgame. Reby left side. It goes to Raber. Now back to Reby on the right side. Troyer back to Raber. Raber down left corner. Left of the lane. She'll put it up from 12. No good. Rebound knocked loose and grabbed away by Orville's Alexis Tillerson. And Tillerson gets it into the front court. With it on the right-hand side, Hall. Hall right of the lane. Back out front to Martin. Martin with the basketball on the left-hand side. Down into the corner to Tillerson. Tillerson gets it down on the left-hand side to Carly Lax, who's into the ballgame. Lax with it. Lobs it out front. Lob pass goes to Hall. Now to Tillerson. Eight seconds to go in the ballgame. Orville's going to win it. They lead it by 19. On the right-hand side is Martin. Martin gets it back outside to Tillerson. To Hall, free throw line jumper won't go. And that is the ball game. Your final score here tonight. Orville wins it by a final score of 69-50. to We'll be back to wrap things up from Waynedale after this time. Are you ready to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you're worried about lengthy and inconvenient renovations? Then you need Clayzac Kitchen and Bath. 
Hi, this is Shorty Miller, owner of Clayzac Kitchen and Bath, a family-owned business that has served the area for 20 years. We provide a top-notch renovation from floor to ceiling in a time frame you won't believe and customize everything to your style and taste. Visit us at Clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com to learn how to get the kitchen or bath of your dreams. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you and bring your vision to life to tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Well, your final score here tonight, 69-50. to Orville jumps out to a 1-0 record on the 2016-17 season, while Waynedale drops to 0-2 on the year. The postgame show is coming up next here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Lady Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Death's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Milk Transport, Clayzac Kitchen, Troyer Roofing, The Spidel Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, and the Shaw Brothers Farms. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. At Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, you can expect a pizza you won't get anywhere else. One of the reasons they're celebrating 20 years in business is they use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. They not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza is open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sunday, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. It's not just a pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. Call 695-7111. Dave Mitchell back here at Waynedale High School where tonight... The Orville Lady Red Riders have pulled away with a 69 to 50 win over the Waynedale Lady Bears. So Waynedale now falls to 0 and 2 on the season, heading into their contest on Thursday night at Smithville. And keep in mind that that game will be at six o'clock, since there is no JV team this year for Waynedale. That game will be at six o'clock over at Smithy Gymnasium. 
and we will be on the air with the pregame show at 540 with that one. Let's take a look at the individual scores for tonight's ballgame. First of all, for Orville, Celeste Walters. What a night she had. 22 points in the ballgame. She was 2 for 7 from the line. That's the only thing that she didn't do well tonight. In the rebounding category, she had 13 rebounds unofficially, and four of them, excuse me, five of them were offensive rebounds. So Walters was just outstanding here tonight. Lily Supon had 11 points, three of four from the line, four rebounds this evening. Shadra Hampshire had nine points, three for four from the line. Hampshire added seven rebounds tonight. Mariah Goodard had three three-pointers for a total of nine points this evening. Michaela Carpenter had seven points off the bench. She was three of four from the line with three rebounds, two of them offensively here tonight. Sierra Koff, five points, one of two from the line, one rebound. Emily Landis had two points on a field goal. Nikki Martin had a lay-in towards the end of the ball game. And... Hawkins, one of two from the line for one point. Taya Hall was one of two from the line for one point here this evening. Playing Alexis Tillerson and Carly Lax, but they did not score. From the free throw line, Orville was 14 of 23 for 61%. Orville committed 17 fouls in the ballgame, 10 in the first half, 7 in the second half. They grabbed 31 rebounds in the contest. Nine of them were offensive, and they committed 17 turnovers, but they reduced that number of turnovers in the second half. They had 10 in the first half and 7 in the second half. Meanwhile, what did Waynedale do? Well, they were led tonight by Maggie Koblenz with 14 points. She had one three-pointer. She was 3 for 7 from the line. She had 9 points in the first half, but only 5 in the second half. Maggie Grabbed nine rebounds in the first half, four in the second half for a total of 13 in the ball game. Lexi Weaver, her second straight game of double-figure scoring. She had 10 points, two of two from the line, four rebounds. Emma Cannon had nine points, two of three from the line, one three-pointer. And she grabbed six rebounds tonight, two of them offensive. Off the bench, Caitlin Hirschberger with eight points tonight, three rebounds. Lindsey Troyer had four points this evening. Sydney Miller added two Brooklyn Reby had two also, and Mandy Ebert, one for two from the line for one point, and Mandy grabbed two rebounds, one of them offensive. The Bears from the free throw line were 10 of 16 for 63%. They committed 18 fouls in the ballgame. They grabbed 34 rebounds, but Orville did a good job of keeping Wayndale off the boards in the second half as they grabbed only 12 rebounds in that second half, 22 in the first half. 34 rebounds all total, seven of them offensive, and they committed 21 turnovers in the ballgame, 11 in the first half, 10 in the second half. Orville led it three times, Waynedale twice. The game was tied twice, and the lead changed hands only once, and when it was all said and done, Orville had the 69-50 to victory here tonight. We'll give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game right after this final timeout. 2016 marks the 20th year in business for Lem's Pizza. Lem's not only offers the best in pizza, but also subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sundays, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, time now to give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game, and tonight that honor is going to go to 
the junior, 5'6", number 20, Caitlin Hershberger coming off the bench tonight for the Lady Bears. She had eight points, three rebounds in the ballgame. Hershberger with a new career high. Her previous career high was four points against Hillsdale a year ago. Well, she had eight tonight. She wins the Lem's Pizza star of the game, and she wins a certificate for a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg in their 20th year of business down in Fredericksburg. Well, the Lady Bears, they start out 0-2 on the season. They will be back on the road for the first time this season on Thursday night at Smithville. Remember, that game time is at 6 o'clock from Smithville on Thursday night. And we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5.40 from Smithville High School. Our next broadcast game will be tomorrow night, though. That will be coming to you from Strasburg, where the Strasburg Lady Tigers, under head coach Patrick Mitchell, will be taking on uh, Garraway. And that game will tip off tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air tomorrow night with the pregame at 6.40. First Bears game will be, the boys, I should say, will be next Tuesday night, a week from tonight. And that will be at Tuslaw. And, of course, we'll bring that one to you also here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Our thanks to Mark Albert Sr. for helping us out here this evening and also to Wayne Dale's Sid Klein, Eric Reby, and Chris Lapish, the athletic director at Wayne Dale. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, to all our sponsors, of course, but most of all to you for listening here tonight. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here this evening from Wayne Dale High School. It was Orville. 69, Waynedale 50. Until tomorrow night from Strasburg, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after every game for the Star of the Game Show, and join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.